Hello, friend. My name is Denise Renner. I am so glad to be welcoming you to my program, Time with Denise Renner. And I value that you would take this time and spend it with me. But I know that you're so hungry for the Word of God and that you want to be strong in these last days. And that's what we need to be as strong in these last days because people are going to be having a lot of problems and they're going to be looking for answers and we're going to be able to say, I know Jesus and I know what he's done in my life and I want to share with you and I want to pray with you and to see the power of God as we pray for them. So I, today I want to talk to you about being with Jesus and that when we've been touched by him, when we have been with him, we can never be the same. Never, ever, ever. When his power comes, it changes things. You know, it's like uh, somebody says, well, I think they're born again, but I don't see any change in them or they're not any different. Well, how can you meet God and not be different? Because his presence comes into your life. When he came into my life, I, I was 360 degrees different. I was so different. He turned me from a religious person trying to do the right things and kind of wanted to do some wrong things to a person who wanted to tell people about Jesus. I wanted to dress properly. I wanted to share with people. I wanted to apologize to my mother. I didn't want to argue with my mother anymore. I mean, he turned me from a religious person and an argumented daughter and not dressing so modestly to, to somebody who wanted to be a blessing to their mother, who wanted to dress according to what would be a, a modest and, and who would be full of life and want to share Jesus with people. I'm telling you, he changed me. And if he comes into your life, I believe that he brings changes. And I know that if you know him, you know he brought changes. And, but God wants to do miracles and he still wants to do them today. You know, some people say that the miracles that they passed away with the apostles. Well, that's not true because the miracles that I've received, they're the truth. The miracles that you've received in your life, they're the truth. So we can't just hang on to something somebody said as that's the truth. We need to hang on to what Jesus has proven to us. He is alive and he is as busy as doing miracles today as he was when he walked on the earth or when the, or when the apostles walked on the earth. And when he does a miracle, we need to embrace that miracle. A few years ago, I um, was was fortunate to see this meeting and this evangelist was praying for people and this young girl came to him and and um she had uh 
Crohn's disease and oh, all kinds of other things, and her body was in so much pain. Well, it was so, so much pain, you know, that it caused her to be like nervous. And so then that caused her to, her ears to ring. Well, she was a hairdresser and she had to quit her profession because she couldn't stand the sound of the hairdryer. So she hadn't worked for six months because of this horrible disease. Well, she comes to this meeting and God touches her and he heals her. And she said, I'm going to call my clients back and I'm going to tell them that I'm working again. You see, when you get a miracle, it's not just a miracle. It's that God wants to give your life back to you. When, when Jesus healed my face many, many years ago and I had that horrible disease, well, I was enduring shame, ridicule, ridicule. I wasn't, um, I wasn't getting jobs because of my face. I wasn't getting singing opportunities because of my face. The devil was stealing my life. I every, with every, uh, with every sore on my face, I was getting another scar. He was stealing my life. And when Jesus healed me, he was giving my life back to me. And that's how it was for my friend, that woman that got healed from Crohn's disease and she was able to work again. I mean, you probably know people that have gotten healed. Maybe, maybe they couldn't work anymore. They couldn't make an income because they had back problems. This happens. But when God touches that person, when the miracle comes, he gives them their life back. I just love that because he loves us. The thief came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus, he came to give us life. He came to give us everything that the devil tried to steal from us. Well, I want you to go with me to Mark chapter 10. And I love this story, and this is the story of blind Bartimaeus, and probably you know it, but let's look at it together. And it starts with verse 46. Now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So we see that this beggar, blind Bartimaeus, that he's, he's in this place, Jericho, where Jesus is passing by. And he thinks to himself, this is my opportunity to for Jesus to heal me. And he starts crying out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then they even tell him to be quiet. And he just starts screaming even the more. And look at <clears throat> verse 49. So Jesus stood still. 
and commanded him to be called. Then he called blind, the blind man saying to him, be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. What a moment when you know that you've been praying, you've been praying, you've been praying, you've been believing. But then there comes that moment that you know. I know I just got what I wanted. I know I did. Because, see, they said to blind Bartimaeus, be of good cheer. He's calling you. That moment for blind Bartimaeus happened right then when they said, be of good cheer. He's calling you. And the reason we know that is because, look at the next verse, verse 50. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. His garment was a garment that identified him as a beggar, as a blind man. It was his uh, let's say his license because of this garment to sit on the side of the road and to beg and in identified him as a blind man and as a beggar so that people would give him money. But you see, he knows that Jesus has called him and what does he do? He throws away this this old identity, the identity that said, I am blind. I am a beggar. Uh, this is my income because I wear these clothes. I'm taking these clothes off. I'm changing my identity. I am not a beggar. I am not blind. I am, don't need this anymore. Because of that one word that said, when they said to him, they said to him, be of good cheer, rise, he's calling you. You know, when you know, I mean, you know, I've got this, I've got this, God's got this. I have got the answer to my prayer. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know that he's heard me. I've talked to him and I've got this. Many, 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 many years ago, when we lived in America, uh, <clears throat> Philip was probably about three years old. And he got this terrible thing on his skin. And it was, it was cracking. And it was starting to bleed. And like, I don't know, is this a staph infection? I mean, I don't know what this is. This is horrible. So I called Rick's mother. I said, Mom, what should I do? She said, we'll get a doctor's appointment. So I made the appointment, and we were waiting to get to this appointment. Well, I got on, my, on the phone with my girlfriend, who believes that Jesus is the healer. And I... <laughs> I um, prayed with her and we prayed we prayed we prayed we prayed and I just knew that Philip got the healing I, I just knew it I, I I just knew it was done I was I was like blind Bartimaeus I was like 
Be of good cheer. He's calling you. He's hurting you. I was, no, I knew that this healing was in the process. Well, I didn't know very much about the word then, and I, I thought, well, what should I do? Well, I guess I should transfer this healing over onto Philip, and so I will lay hands on him. So just like that, with that much knowledge, I just laid my hands on him, and I just said, I release this healing power of God to you, Philip, in your hands. Well, do you know what happened? <laughs> I mean, his hands just started getting better and better and better. The bleeding stopped. The cracking stopped. I mean, his hands were just getting better and better. Well, I called, I called Rick's mom, and I said, Mom, his hands are getting healed. What should I do? She said, we'll cancel your appointment. You see... It was a point of contact. I knew that what I wanted, I was going to get. This is like blind Bartimaeus. He, he's, he threw aside that garment because he wasn't going to need it anymore. That wasn't his identity anymore. He heard me. He's called me. I'm going to Jesus. He's going to give me my sight. And before he got his sight in, in, in the physical, he already received it because he knew that Jesus called him and he threw aside that garment. He threw aside his old identity. Oh, it's so powerful. We need, when we, when we pray and we know, God, I know you heard me and I believe that you are are the one that's bringing the provision. You're the healer. You're the miracle worker. And I, and, and I have made contact with you. Lord, I'm not embracing this sickness anymore. I'm not embracing this uh, identity of this sickness anymore. I'm not, the, I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I am the healed. My child is getting the answer. You are working on his behalf right now. You see, we, we like buying Bartimaeus, we start taking off that garment that identified us as the one in the wheelchair, the one with cancer, the, the one with lung problems, the one that was begging, the one that had financial problems. We start pushing aside that identity. That's not me. My identity is that. He heard me. He died for me. He took my sickness on the cross. He took my problem on the cross. He took my poverty on the cross. He took my peace. He, he took anything that would take my peace from me. And he became sin on the cross for me. He took my guilt. He took my shame. He took my condemnation. I am throwing aside this identity that I've had of the guilty one, of the sick one, of the one in the wheelchair, of the one that's always going to be in the wheelchair, of the one that's always going to have family, family problems. And I am taking on this identity that I am receiving his help. Now look what happened to blind Bartimaeus. Okay, and throwing aside his garment, verse 50, he rose and came to Jesus. Verse 51, 
So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? Well, I've always thought, you know, that was kind of an interesting question for Jesus, for that from Jesus, that man, because I'm sure Jesus knew that blind Bartimaeus wanted his eyesight, but, but blind Bartimaeus said to, to Jesus, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. You see, it was a clear prayer. What do you want? This is what I want. And then, look at verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, go your way. You see, when you've had a disease for a long time, like, like I had that disease for 13 years with my face, well, that was my identity. But when Jesus healed me, I had a new identity. In fact, I even said to myself, when I looked in the mirror and I saw the disease was absolutely gone from my uh, cheeks and my, my forehead and my neck, I said, I'm beautiful. And I, I was taking the new identity. And when the Lord touches you, when you receive a miracle from him, don't try to go back to that old identity. Don't try to talk about those symptoms all the time. Don't try to say how bad it was. Talk about your future. Do you see that? Jesus said, go your way. Go your way. What is your way? What is it that you want to do? What is it that you've dreamed of doing, but some sickness or some poverty or some family problem has stopped you from doing it? Go your way. That's not you anymore. Go your way. What do you want to do? What is the dream in your heart? What is it that you want to do? Go your way. Embrace the miracle that God's given you. I've heard people say, yes, I got touched from, got touched from God, but then I got afraid that it would come back, and it did. They didn't go their way. They didn't embrace what God did. They didn't say, like blind Bartimaeus, I'm throwing away that identity, and I'm taking a hold of my new identity. Do you see the power in that? And also, when we take a hold of our new identity, when we say, Lord, you touched me and I'm moving forward, we're agreeing and honoring the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit that he did that miracle in our life. Praise God. We're agreeing with him. That's power right there. When we say, Lord, you touched me. I receive it. 
and I am going to move like I am healed. I am going to act like I, you're taking care of me. I'm not going to hang my head down anymore. I'm going to pull my shoulders back. I'm going to put a smile on my face. I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to go do what you called me to do or serve who you want me to serve because I'm taking a hold of this healing power that you're bringing to my body and I'm taking a hold of that new identity. I'm not the sick, I'm the healed. I'm not the, I'm not the poor, I'm the one you're providing for right now. I don't have to live in this uh, situation, these family problems. That is not my identity. You are working in my family. Do you see the difference in that? Those words are filled with hope and faith. And you know, 1 Corinthians says that these three remain. Hope, faith, and love. So those three elements are very important. It says love is the most important thing, but what about faith and what about hope? Because love is powerful, and love is what is God. The Bible says that God is love. So it's God. He is love. His love is working in you, and you're receiving it. And you're saying, Lord, I receive your love. I receive your answer. I receive my healing. I receive my deliverance. And I'm moving out of this place. I am talking. I'm going to say, like what you said to blind Barmaeus, go your way. Leave your old identity behind and embrace what it is, that new identity that I've given you. That is so powerful. And you know, as we walk out of our old identity, we are an example, an answer for others. Now they may want, if they're religious, they may want you to stay down. They may want you to stay crippled, stay bound, stay needy. That's a religious spirit. They don't want you to change. But you're taking hold of the power of God and you're taking a hold of what he did in you and his instruction to you, go your way. Go to school. Get a job. Get up and take care of your family. Do what you dreamed of doing. Go outside. Get your driver's license. Drive the car. Do whatever it is that your, your situation sheds you couldn't do. And do it. Because you are like blind Bartimaeus. You're taking that old garment and you say, you know, that's who I was, but that's not who I am now. Jesus has touched me and just like blind Bartimaeus, I am going my way and I'm going to do what it is that he's called me to do. Oh, friend, I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit.
that is operating right now to touch my friends that are listening and to lay aside that garment that said, I'm sick, I'm depressed, I, I can't do that, I can't, I can't, and to throw aside that garment and to take on their new identity after being touched by you, Lord, to receive that miracle, whatever it is, to own that and throw away that other identity and own this identity that you have given them, Lord. Through hope and faith in you and the touch of your love in our life. Lord, we receive it right now by faith. We receive our healing. Somebody's getting touched in their throat right now. That's the power of God touching your throat right now. Receive it. Someone's getting touched in their leg. You haven't been able to move your leg like, like you regularly do, like what is normal, and the power of God's on your leg, and actually your leg is very, very hot. That's the power of God. Receive your healing right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we believe. We believe. We believe. You love us so much. You want to bring the, your very presence into our presence, your manifested presence, and bring your healing power, your miracle working power. I thank you for giving hope to the hopeless and faith to those who haven't believed but believe now. We give you the praise for all of it, all of it, all of it, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, friend, I've enjoyed being with you. Please let me know what God has done in your life. If you receive a healing in your body, please tell us about it. And I will see you next time on the next program. Women are powerful and very influential, but what kind of power and influence they have depends on what has happened inside their hearts. The Bible tells us of women like Jezebel, a woman who had no touch of God in her heart and used her influence to destroy her husband, her sons, and her nation. But the Bible also gives examples of women who were supportive, godly, helpful, and delivering. In this amazing 10-part series, 10 Powerful Women with Rick and Denise Renner, you will learn about an unnamed woman who changed history, a woman God radically changed, a woman who saved her nation, a woman who was delivered of demons by Jesus, a woman who gave her living room to Jesus, a woman preacher in the New Testament. Whether you are a man or a woman, this powerful series will help you embrace who God wants you to be and is available in digital or physical format starting at just $20. In addition, we are also offering you the book, All the Women of the Bible. The world needs men and women to embrace their God-given destiny and to make a difference in the lives of those around them. This book is filled with examples of 400 named and unnamed women of the Bible, and it is amazing. We know it will be a blessing to you. This insightful book by Herbert Lockyer can be yours for just $19. Don't miss this special offer, this series, 10 Powerful Women, and the book, All the Women of the Bible. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.